Let's try to find a normal. Good, let's find a good place to start. How should we start? Well, we can address the the elephant that's not in the room, <laughs> which is Elliot. Elliot is not here. That's uh, true. I am not Elliot. A- Aaron Die is with us, and he's not Elliot. Aaron's fresh back from Indonesia, where he was making propaganda films about state and local elections. Um, <clears throat> that's true. They called that's, them the uh, so, uh, They called them the Lenny radicalized. <laughs> Um, yeah, let George finish his joke. They call him the Lenny Riefenstahl of Indonesia. <laughs> the Lenny Riefenstahl of Bandung. <laughs> okay, but Elliot is not here. Elliot yeah. is... Um, he's running a little late to the show. He's running late because he's trapped on Little James Island. <laughs> little St. James Island. Little St. James Island. Which is what? I don't know. Wait, did neither of you not know what Little St. James Island is? I have no idea what Little St. James that, Island that's, is. That's the Epstein pedophile island. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, that's the, that's the name of his island. That's the where the with that the plane, that flight that they were taking to. That's where oh, they were okay. going. Oh, hold on, hold on. Wait, when you said Elliot is late because he's he and he and his he might not come in very clearly because he's on Little St. James Island. <laughs> yeah. To me, it was just like how Elliot's like, ah, oh, I'll be in British Columbia next week. And, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no. I was like, I don't know what this fucking island is. Oh, my God. That's why I was making the joke. You have ni- no idea. No, I don't I don't follow the affairs of pedophiles that closely. <laughs> I know. I know he's dead. That's all I know. If you had a private island... What would you do on it? I'd watch all of Berlin Alexanderplatz. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like um, like take Burgess the... Meredith in the Twilight Zone episode, time enough at last to finally watch Berlin Alexanderplatz. Mm-hmm. And then you drop your Criterion. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realize I didn't. Br- and then I realize I didn't bring like a DVD player. Yeah. My, I have a MacBook Air. No, 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 no. In a really good callback joke, you'd open up the the case and, and the, 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 it would not be Berlin Alexander Plast dicks in there. It would be the Seinfeld seasons. <laughs> but all, It'd be like, oh no, season four of Seinfeld. But all the ones that Larry, all the like the late ones. It's just the last episode. If it was me, it would be like an old GameCube CD. Yeah, like the small CD, the little tiny disc, yeah. Yeah. just spinning in that mm-hmm. for, ch- yeah. for cheapy Robo. For... And you're like, I don't want to play Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> I want to watch Sterling <laughs> Alexander Platz. This is this is in Santantango. This is Harvest Moon. <laughs> <laughs> that is the game that would be in my case. Yeah, and then like your oh sister's like God. back home. Like I wonder, I wonder if Aaron's okay out there. <laughs> like in a castaway situation. And no, she's, she's like, trying to play Harvest Moon, Moon and, and instead she has Satan Tango. Tango. And instead she has to watch this little girl like mutilate this kitten. Yeah. Well, she thinks it's a video <laughs> game still because it's like all it's a horrible mix-up. She thinks it's like a third-person action game, and she's like pushing forward on the controller. And she's the two guys walking down that like alleyway. Of the <laughs> Six and a half hours in, she goes, "This is a long cutscene." An IGN review of Satan Tango. It's like Satan <laughs> Tango has a little bit of everything. It really makes you feel like a Hungarian peasant. From makes the... you feel like you're a Hungarian peasant. From the it makes op- you feel like you're a drunk doctor looking for the cask of wine. It doesn't... <laughs> Bellatar doesn't hold your hand in this one. From the opening cut... <laughs> <laughs> 
from the opening from the opening gameplay moments with no tutorial, just cows. The player just has just cows. The player has You're to dropped uh, into a world of cows. It gives you it gives you it, it gives you just enough to kind of get you familiar with the controls. It really makes you feel yeah, no, it makes you I already said that. Makes you feel like a cow. <laughs> I was telling you guys about Serenity where the plot is that that kid makes a video game. Oh yeah, that was insane. Is his dad yeah. is the main character, and I think that they should do. Well, the the game in Serenity is that he has to find fish, and he's got this one big fish he needs to find. And they should do a drunk doctor looking for the wine casket version. Oh my god! They should video gameatize Satan Tango, where you play the fat drunk doctor fumbling around an apartment looking for wine. That'd be That'd so be much perfect. Fun. You are listening to the Langlois Gang. Going to and Buster's and just going for the hot wings. Not playing any games. Yeah. Oh no, they just, just really just have going to pick up girls. Yeah, they really Dave just have Buster's. excellent food, you know? I, I come for the this meal. <laughs> it's a really fine meal. <laughs> Do you like, get... I don't know, some hamburger that has like onion rings on it. <laughs> You're like, I come for this. No, I love it. I love the idea of like... It only going... costs eight tokens. It's like, you want to go out for lunch and Dave and Buster's? Like, what do you mean? Like, we're going to get grab out Dave and Buster's. Like, I don't even got to play any games. Like, no, just, just lunch. I was out to eat somewhere, and one of my friends got a hamburger that was like encased in a bowl of macaroni. And cheese. <laughs> it was, it was called like the the big macaroni, <laughs> and it was it was literally repulsive looking at it. It looked like just a just a bowl filled with yellow, <laughs> and and you cut into it, and it was like thick and goopy. And then like you'd find you're like, oh, there's a hamburger in here. That's disgusting. And he couldn't finish it, obviously, because it's not made to be finished. And it's like a challenge. No, it's not a challenge, but it's just you'd have to be a psychopath to eat the whole mm. thing. And he was like, "Oh, does anyone else want to try it?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll try it." And I and I took a few bites. It was, it was. I felt myself becoming lactose intolerant <laughs> as I was chewing on this thing. It was so thick, <clears throat> and um, it, it it had the consistency of like cake batter before it's oh you know God. like it was just so thick but but that's just like the the the, it's gonna the give you a heart what do they call it with mac the roux that was just the roux like that the, the cheese um and i was like yeah I, I can't believe you ordered that it's i can't believe that's allowed on the menu there are so many things i feel like if if the government has one set of regulations in terms of food there's so many things that would vanish off the shelf <laughs> and out of there there's like doritos and fritos crossovers where you're like eating a doritos taco or a fritos burger oh my god yeah and and like the mountain dew taco crossover. oh yeah the code red hamburger mountain dew code red first cow edition it's just that image. Oh just that one. We were just we were talking about first cow last night. Aaron didn't know about first cow. I love how yeah, I love how I'm excited. I can't wait for my Twitter feed just to be like all people tweeting about first cow. <laughs> do you think you're gonna Twitter? Do you think you're gonna see the cow in the movie? Well, in the still, they release there's already the cow. You see the cow and oh, the, there's already the cow. You see the, I don't know. It's at, it might be the third or fourth cow. I don't know if it's the first. That's well. That's what we were saying. We don't know the actual story there's of it. Be so it's like there's got to be more than one cow. Because if you just brought one cow, 
you just have the cow and then the cow would die and then that's it. I don't even know what the movie's about. I think it's about some Chinese like old thing or I thought it was about they go over there to bring a cow back to the new world. They go bring the cow to China? Well if vice versa, it's like the first cow in wherever. Oh really? I think that's why it's Yo, that's gonna be cow. so interesting. It's like people that haven't seen a cow before. <laughs> I think that more about like horses. Well, horses no. are the obvious No, thing, what the fuck are you talking about? It's going to be about cow. Yeah. The movie's called First Cow, Aaron. It's not going to no, be no, about... No, 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 but, but just in terms of, like, bringing an animal to oh, it... a new country and what like yeah. doing that with a horse is very majestic you know what i bet amazing. you know what i bet is i bet like first but this is the slow cinema version so it's, a cow, it's like obviously it's a cow yeah. <laughs> i bet it's like kind of like the title comes from like some kind of legal document like it's gonna be like on like some kind of old like tax book and it's gonna be like mm. first cow you know <laughs> like twenty dollars <laughs> like and that's gonna be like it's gonna be like the, it's gonna be like the like, like the first cow like in a notebook and it's gonna pan over to like the twenty dollar sign and he erases the twenty dollars and then let's it's like starring matthew broderick starring kelly reichardt <laughs> like it's gonna say all the names okay this is complete you're just completely off base <laughs> what if what if it I cut- think it's perfect that kelly reichardt is the one directing I was I was thinking when Jared was telling me about it yesterday. Who was he? Who was, was in thinking, competition? What if Inaritu made this movie, and he made it super dramatic, action packed, the cow, like very we, philosophical. We follow the cow. He goes out of the boat and he finds another cow and he keeps going and the camera yeah. spins around his <laughs> the cow. The spinning around the cow. It zooms into his eye and the black of his eye and then there's a hidden cut into the dark abyss of the sea. We rise mm. out of Mariana's trench and then yeah. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio eats a cow on a plate and it's very poetic. I don't know why it's <laughs> not a, I don't know why it's in a meme format yet. I, I I feel like Nick Usen should do it where it's like there's like a documentary about the Revenant where like the beginning is like Inaritu in like this like installation like an art installation uh-huh. and he's just like sitting like in like a very like casual chair drinking like it's like he's meant to seem humble and he's like just drinking coffee from like a like a paper cup and he's like looking at the screen of like all like the footage they shot from the revenant and it's just supposed to be him like looking at like all the work like that he like everything that he's accomplished was like a very humbling picture but you just take that out and it's just like <laughs> it's like but then it's like he's sitting there and he's like like drinking his coffee and it's just like joey's world tour <laughs> Or just like yeah. it's like uh, reporter of the week. Yeah, and he's like, I did it. I can't believe the reporter of the week uh, day in the life videos on a uh, Letterboxd. Like it's like a film. I I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> it's kind of hard to watch. I mean, it's not like it's really not like people talk about him like he's like like oh review bra he's like the best. It's like he's kind of just like. I never, I've never been into him, yeah. He's actually not a great r- critic. <laughs> like, it's so funny. Like, people love him. And it's like, oh, he's on the best of YouTube. Because you watch him, and he's like, he, like, takes, like, 30 minutes to eat, like, like the nacho fries from Taco Bell. And he's like, I'll put it this way. If you like cheese, you'll like this. If you don't like cheese, stay away. Okay, everybody, that's my review. And have <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you want to know about a great review uh, or YouTuber, Aaron introduced me last night to a youtube what's his name uh peter kane peter kane yeah. and he is a he he his his channel's kind of bifurcated so so he, one one section of his channel is just dog training tips and tricks oh, and videos it. with his dogs 
The other is his weird conceptual comedy about him being a man who lives on a farm that is frequently visited by Bigfoots. Oh, wow. um, wait, is it all on the who, same who, channel? It's all on a channel, and same and, channel. and all the videos are sort of like just mixed together, and. So the Bigfoots frequently visit and rape him, and <laughs> and then he is also frequently visited by, or occasionally visited by, um, aliens who who have watermelons for heads, um, that he he also has sex with, <laughs> but he denies. Um, and and so the first video Aaron showed me was just like the top video, and it was like the most popular upload. So he just clicked it, and it's and it just it just hard starts with no introduction he's like all right so this is the bigfoot head this has been frozen and it's and it's been handed down through my family this is real guys this is not a joke and there's just this big fake head on this table like with snow on it and like fake blood and guts and it's this bigfoot head and he like just he just talks about it like like 16 minutes yeah repeating the same sentences over and over and over again and then you show me the, the 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 best one was the one where he talks about getting raped, getting raped by the female Bigfoot. He <laughs> says, he says, everyone's saying I'm gay. I'm not gay. It was not a male Bigfoot. I was raped by a female Bigfoot, <laughs> and and she she liked and she liked it too. And it, it and and he keeps crying and said she didn't even give me a rimmer. She didn't even give me a rimmer. No way. Um, the best shot is when he just hard cuts so to the dog. He just shows this close up of this of this dog that he brought out with him. He has a bunch of dogs, and it's just this dog like pretty much just smiling at the camera, and it's a close up, and you just hear him like fake crying. <laughs> um, and yeah, he he and so he says apparently after the Bigfoot raped him, she was pregnant because she needed his sperm. So she sired a child and he wants to go get that cub and bring it back and raise it himself. Wow. He goes into a lot of detail about his whole saga with these yeah. Bigfoots and aliens. And there's another Bigfoot that shows up. We saw another video where apparently he recounts a saga of the Bigfoot showing up at night and um, t- having one of his, like putting one of his dogs in a bucket and oh. holding up the bucket so that the dog could drink her breast milk is this because... the bigfoot stories from beaver dams new york is that that one he has a piece showing like a like a drawing he did that's that's a funny one too we didn't watch that i haven't seen night. that one it's just peter kane kane spelt like michael kane maybe they're related who knows i i've been watching him obsessively for the past couple months so the best one is Bigfoot used me to have a baby. Grown man cries. Yeah. That's the one. That that one I was I was laughing. I'm gonna, so I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna hard. I'm gonna watch a little bit of it. This is what happened. Yeah, I guess great because and I come back here because he I want to conquer my bounces fears. it nicely where come back here without a gun or without he a dog. admits that he's joking like it's now obviously Jupiter a joke, but then he'll big, also jokingly like fight the haters who say he's joking right <laughs> yeah he's great that's the one thing about cocker spaniels that i these english cockers, that's his dog so he has a bunch of dogs, a oh, a bunch of dogs. No. i don't know if he just boards them he's got some dogs that are, mul- are in multiple videos in but he's got tons of dogs you know he was he he, did, he doesn't care he's got pigeons he and ravens too so he's also like a, yeah, a good time to him he's running around in this mud there's been all kinds of deer over here 
Check this out. Like they're eating these apples. I gotta watch this but one later. Frogman from 1953. Explained. Parentheses documentary. That's an amazing we'll say, uh, one because in that one the concept is that there there are all these people in the room with him who he keeps referring to and talking to, and he's like, "All right, Elon, settle down. Don't leave, Elon. Don't leave me, Bill Nye. I thought you were my friend." Like he's like referring to all these famous people who are like essentially there off camera. Off camera. That's oh it. He looks like the, one of the, the like the um, that, there's like a hashtag on that tears, but he's not even slightly one. It just says hashtag me too. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he starts like complaining like the pre the president comes on TV and I hear about you know these women he, he harassed. I was harassed. I was raped by Bigfoot. Nobody cares about me. Donald Trump. It just it just brings it all back. Oh man. And he's got thousands of videos. Oh yeah, it's one of those channels. He's so prolific. He's been doing for years. Yeah, he's he's very dedicated to this. And it seems like he keeps remaking the same videos. Like there's multiple versions of the Frogman video. Yeah, yeah. He's the Hong Sang Su of He's like yeah, he's the Hong Sang Su of YouTube because he just keeps reiterating. You know, they all blur together, and you don't know which video it was. It's kind of genius. Who would be the jury at like the the, the Cannes Film Festival for you? I was, I was looking for you know what I mean? Like who would be like, yeah? The, who would be the, the jury? It uh, could be it'd be um. Well, what would be in oh, first of all? Yeah. What would be in <laughs> Wait, is Elliot here? Yeah, we can see you. Oh, Elliot's here. Yo. Hey, Elliot. Are you how's it going? Yeah, I'm recording. Hey, Aaron. How's it going? Elliot, what happened to you? We heard you were on Little St. James Island. You were trapped there. You couldn't get home. That's true. <laughs> I made myself a little broat, and I sailed my way home. And now I'm here. It was like the lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you spill okay, your this beans? Is a movie, this is a movie. Elliot and Jeffrey Epstein on Little St. James Island shot like the lighthouse. Oh my god. That's horrific. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Let me off this island, Epstein. You can't go. You know too much. <laughs> I'm sending you on a boat, on a raft back to the States. All you have is <laughs> is a copy of Berlin Addis Alexander Plants. Yeah, we were joking about uh, Let your desert uh, island George George like like the Pope's post apocalypse on an island and he has uh, Berlin Alexander Platz and a la uh, the Burgess Meredith Twilight Zone episode and he opens it up and the discs are not in there. It's just the Seinfeld like season four discs. <laughs> <laughs> I can finally watch Berlin Alexander. <laughs> what are you ill? Uh, no. Well, he is. He's he's on Little Saint James Island. <laughs> no. <laughs> How have you been, Elliot? Uh, I'm okay. I'm fucking uh. Just trying to get this fucking shitty surf movie done. Why is it shitty? Well, it's intentionally, like... <laughs> I showed Aaron the trailer. Yeah, the trailer looks amazing. Oh, thank I, you, Aaron. Uh, I hope I get a chance to see it. I didn't know there was a trailer. Oh, George, you didn't see the trailer? 
You I only posted sent it, it to me. I showed okay. it to Aaron without consent. George, I'll send you the like. It's only in the Google Drive. I haven't posted it anywhere so yet. Funny. Anyways, the Cannes Film Festival of YouTube. Okay, so what gets in? Yeah, this is what you interrupted. We were trying to figure out if there was a Cannes Film Festival esque festival for YouTube content. Who who would be in competition? Who would be out of competition? And what would be the who would be on the jury? Mm. So would would Trapped head the jury? He would have to. He's the best. Yeah, exactly. He's, He's the like the, you know, mastermind of all this. So he would be the head, the head of the jury. Mas- he's not a mastermind of all of this. He's only made two well, features. He's, yeah, but he's the most esteemed. He's the most. He's definitely the most esteemed. We're, we're, ta- we're, we're filmmaker, talking about you know. YouTubers that like cross over into like this kind of like cinematic or just that make cinema on YouTube. Cinematic or or conceptual work, right, something yeah. that goes beyond being YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think Trapped is the head of the jury. Head of the jury, absolutely. And, and who else is celebrating that? Like, is, is established? They're like, yeah, like who could be on the jury? You know, like I don't know. I mean, I've never know. ran into another filmmaker that reminds me of Trapped. I've never found somebody. No. Eric Bear. Besides, like us, we can <laughs> we can, we can put Eric, us. Eric Bear. Has Ella has jazz? Did you ever show Aaron uh, artificial? I literally people? last night showed Aaron artificial. People. <laughs> oh, that's Eric Bear. Oh yeah. What is Eric Bear on the jury? He could be in competition. <laughs> no, he's out of competition because <laughs> his stuff's too mainstream. You know, he's like mm. when they show like a Hollywood film on, the, on like the opening and closing yes, nights. Yeah. yeah. When they show like Armageddon at the right, Cane right. Film Festival, just so they can get that's Eric Bear. Like it's like opening night to census ad mortem. <laughs> Should I be writing this down? When I'm done. No, please do not write this down. Jury in competition. Yeah, start writing it down. I'll start making the list. Oh my god. Um, In in competition is like, yeah, review bra. um, Yeah, review uh, bra. This this Bigfoot guy, Peter Kane. Um, Um, Yeah, we put... uh, Peter Kane in competition, definitely. Peter Kane is definitely in competition. He's gonna, he's got to win the jury prize, you know. I think so. He's not winning the palm. He's winning the jury prize because it's like he's doing something. I feel like, or like, or like, or like Neil Cicerega is like the. Um, like he's oh, like, he would definitely be on the jury. He's on the jury, or he's like he's so established, or yeah. or he's like kind of like, I, or he's like Javier Dolan, and like he's like always there, like he's like always in competition. Yeah. Oh, is my boy Buff Carell in competition with one of his uh, popping, walking karaoke covers? Have I shown you guys Buff Carell? No, I never heard of him. <laughs> oh, I think I oh, know. He's... Is he the guy that did the pop lock funeral? No, that's someone else. No, he's the guy who did the. Uh, he makes like three videos a day, and it's this. He has this incredible angle he uses where there's a mirror, mm. but you're also seeing. Yes, him I know who you're in talking the shot, about. And it's this. He's this really you know tone black guy and he and he can't sing at all and he does karaoke covers of like everything oh and and he can't sing at all but and and he pops and locks and dances and like flexes while he's doing the covers but it's like it'll be like him doing plain song by the cure or like Uh, wuthering heights (laughs) that's pretty great he's absolutely he's amazing um Oh, and they always have like retrospective screenings. They always show like some classic films. Yeah, and so right. there would be like screenings of like the YouTube classics, right? 
Yeah. Which or like, are... or it'd be like, or it'd be like, you know, like it'd be like a retrospective on like an era of YouTube. So it's all like the videos of like PS3 versus Xbox 360. Sure. And it's like El Presador. Like, you ever see El, an El Presador video? I don't know. It's just like this like forty year old like like Dominican guy. He's like sitting like he, the, every video is him in his recliner wearing like a Patriots like sweater sweatshirt, <laughs> and he's like, "Let's go run through the facts real quick." The PlayStation 3 is a sleek, beautiful, sexy machine. The Xbox 360... I think you've shown me this before. <laughs> like, like, I vaguely remember seeing this when I was like, the pro- absolutely trash. And he's like, let's go to the pros and cons. The Xbox 360 is a is a white, dilapidated piece of garbage. <laughs> oh, I remember it. Yeah, yeah. I was, at, uh, I was at the Goodwill the other day, and there was just an Xbox 360 just sitting on a... Like a like a table, it would just a, with just a know. sticker on it that said four dollars. <laughs> no, I would buy that. No, no, it probably is broken though. No, um, no, and it's like you buy it, you you keep it. Like Goodwill, like they're not gonna like right. have a return yeah, yeah. policy. You know, you're gonna plug that thing in, you're gonna see that red ring, and you're gonna go, all right, I bought a fucking paperweight. Um, you know what's closing this festival is? I don't know if our Langwa listeners, all two of them, seen this. They probably have because I have specifically showed it to them. But Toy Skeleton Haunted and Possessed. This is demonic oh, crazy. Yeah. No, that's, that's like, like the big yeah. closer. That's like yeah. that's you, you remember we were talking about Pan's Labyrinth getting a twenty six minute <laughs> standing <laughs> ovation. That's like people stand up and applaud for this demonic crazy skeleton. That's the great, it is the greatest YouTube video ever made. And Mark Kermode like walks out of it and screaming or whatever the fuck. Yeah, he's know. ranting about it, he hates it. Oh, the it's pre- absolutely horrendous. This you watching these people react to this skeleton? <laughs> it's moronic. It's absolutely. <laughs> All right, Elliot looks like he wants to, you know. Elliot's like I woke bamboo up. slivers under his fingernails. Elliot's so. like I woke up at seven in the morning for this shit. For this, for this. No, I'm listening intently here. Oh yeah, what do you want to talk about, Elliot? Oh, I'm game to talk about whatever. Whatever. Well we, well, we need to talk about something that isn't this. So, um, I don't know anything about YouTube either. Not my forte. Um, is there a movie where you it's wanna... ever depicted someone shitting on someone else's chest? You Absolutely. Got... Elliot's probably seen a few, right? Is there a movie I'm trying where, to think. Like where somebody movie... shits on somebody's chest? Yeah, in real time. Well, no, I've never seen something like that. I, only the only thing I've seen close to that was when uh, in. Hannah and her sisters when she talks about getting shit on the, her chest by the the guy that she takes home. Remember, oh, yeah. Woody Allen's sister. Oh yeah. In 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 Green Elephant, you watch the guy shit on a plate, and then the two guys play with it. That's true. Green Elephant, they do do that. <laughs> they do do that. They do do do. Everyone, go watch Green Elephant. That, that movie is nothing. actually excellent. I was That's thinking, an, an amazing film. It's really thinking, marvelous, that, that Aaron. I think amazing. you'd really like, have you seen that one, Aaron. No, I don't, who's it directed by? Svetlana Baskova. It's her most well-known film. Oh. Um, it's her most yeah, well-known no. film. <laughs> the one where they play like with a, poopy. It's like a Beckett-esque, it's a popular absurdist one. comedy about these two guys in like a gulag prison like cell that's like covered in feces, and it starts no. off as like this weird like buddy slapstick. It's almost like a really fucked up like. Abbott and Costello sketch. Yeah, yeah. shot in your apartment. Like, like if Camus made an Abbott and Costello film. Okay. But then the second half of it gets very scatological and just gory and crazy. Yeah. 
I'll check it and out. And the part where the guy poops on the plate and then, like, starts crying and, like, playing with the, is, like, it's transcendental cinema, I would call it. It really goes beyond the pale. I think transcendental oh. style and anti-comedy have like a very like strong pairing. Like I feel like, like they're made for each other. I feel like that's what the comedy is, though. I don't want to get sidetracked into Rick Alverson, but I feel like that's well, yeah. It's that like pure way. It's like that just that the ends of the spectrum. Because the comedy has like the aesthetic of like a rigid art film, but it's all like improvisations mm-hmm. between these weird abstract comedians who are trying to be as horrible as possible and uh what's the fucking guy's name uh tim heidecker Greg Tur- no talking about greg no. greg turkington no um lcd sound system guy oh james murphy james murphy yeah i know i didn't even I realize forget, it was forget, him I when forget. i saw it for the first time I, always, I didn't know it was him until later i always forget he's in that movie yeah the comedy's pretty fucking good and entertainment, love entertainment. Entertainment. I mean, Elliot. We're not going to talk about, it, but Elliot and I both saw The Mountain this past week, and that's yeah. like the best film I've seen yeah. in a while. I don't best film know I've anything. seen. I don't want to any spoilers. No, 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 nothing. We won't say a word. Yeah. Very, very excited. You, you got to go in with as little as possible. Yeah. I took my brother to see I, it. Mm-hmm. He was absolutely blown away. He'd never seen anything like that. It was just like, yeah. Now, now he's now he's got a stack of Criterion's in his room that he's just hammering through now because of what he saw. <laughs> since he watched, since he watched the mountain, now he's he's like on the Lenote and all that shit. Is there more stuff? Now I'm on the Lenote and Fat Girl. I can't wait, dude. Lenote and Fat Girl. Someone watched Fat Girl is excellent. I someone, fucking love it. That girl is a great movie. Oh, someone, that movie's so good. I've never good. seen it, but I imagine like someone who's like into like like um. Like, someone who's just, like, watches a lot of pornography is like, oh, yeah, fat girl, okay. And then they watch it, and it's, like, probably not at all what they expected. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I don't... <laughs> I can't see that happening. <laughs> well, what was that cri- What was that YouTube video where he was, like, the kid showing his Criterion collection? Like, because, like, I have this DVD collection, and it's, like, these DVDs that have, like, a big C on it. I don't know why, and it's, like, he's going... Yeah, I, f- I noticed <laughs> I have some of these in my collection. I don't know what they are. Apparently, there's some collection. That was a good video. And it's like, what, what was he? What was that one? All the videos he was looking through. I can't remember. Like, what so he, so it's he funny had. because he has like all the ones that someone might have, even if they like weren't a bit, like a Criterion person. So he has like the Wes Andersons and like, right. the mm. Armageddon and like Robocop and shit. But then he's like, he pick up some other one. He'll be like, I didn't. Yeah, this movie was bizarre or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Coker trilogy. I don't. You know, I was. I thought it was about soda. I thought it was like Fast Food Nation. <laughs> Did you see that they're making a Super Size Me too? Yeah, for reasons unknown to anyone on this fucking planet. Did you know the Did you know <laughs> Did you know the first Super Size Me has like at least like a fifteen minute long like sequence about Jared Fogle and like how like he works with kids yeah. and like he's such a great like like uh like figure and like like getting kids to lose weight and like his big pants and. You see him like with kids, like after like oh uh, shit, like he's like he's like hugging kids and like you're like oh wow, yeah. you're such an inspiration. Yeah. And it's like and it, and it's like he's like it's like it's like a very like I mean they kind of like. I wonder if like if you buy if like they I don't know. Like, don't, it, are you asking? Like, are you wondering? Like, if when they re-release these things, do they edit them out? Yeah, I wonder because that's been happening a lot. 
Really? They did that. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Like, who, what happened? Well, they just re released. Uh, like, the most recent example of this I heard about was when they re released Toy Story. Toy Story 2. 2. Oh, they cut yeah. out the like, moment with the Barbie dolls and the, the, the minor. They a joke where, like, the prospector is, like, doing a, like, casting couch type thing with, like, Barbie oh. dolls, I guess. I don't remember that part from the movie. I haven't seen the movie in a while, but. I remember Apparently it as a out. kid and being like, wow, that's really, that's n- not something I understand. And, and then Netflix they took cut stuff it. Out of, Netflix took stuff out of 13 Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. They changed, um, they changed uh, a ton of movies for continuity, like those Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes films. <laughs> they fucked around with the continuity there so that it would all line up. Uh, really? Yeah, like they really after, did a ton of weird shit. Like, after the release and different DVDs? After the release. And it's really distressing me. That's why I'm like, I need to have my physical media. I just, I don't want, I don't want you messing with my films. I need with all, like, the disgraceful, problematic content still in there. Yeah, it's really distressing that we can just go back and rewrite these movies now. Or even just, like, when they have to change, like, music, because... They can't get the licenses for stuff. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's what happened, if, that's, more, that's, more that's what happened if Evangelion, didn't it? Well, yeah. Evangelion on Netflix is fucked up. Um, oh, really? Yeah. That was finally, like, finally I'm going to watch Neon Genesis Evangelion. I was super excited. So, Is it, it worth it? Well, I would not watch it on there. Because, okay. one, it's a, new sub, it's a new subtitle translation. And there's a lot of things that just are inherently worse in the new translation. Oh, okay. Um, like, particularly the opening sequence of the end of Evangelion is, like, one of the most shocking, like, insane openings to any film ever. And a lot of it is precipitated on this build-up to this one line of dialogue that comes right before the title card. And they changed that line of dialogue. It is literally something that is so iconic. It's like if they changed Rosebud, like, and and he he says... Radio flyer. (laughs) Or it's like he's gonna like like you'd watch the the snow globe fall and then he's just like Michelle, <laughs> you know it would just complete. Or if it's like forget it, Jake. It's it's downtown, <laughs> you know. Like just changing lines of dialogue that right. are so iconic. It's like don't fuck with it. Um, they change that and then the ser- the the actual series like the twenty six episodes. Um, the majority of the episodes of the show, the end credits ends with this with different renditions of the jazz standard fly me to the moon and it's a really like powerful thing particularly in the last few episodes just hearing this song after the episode and just watching the end title sequence not only did they not pay for the rights to fly me to the moon so they replace it with like generic like anime piano music but uh, elliot's still laughing about something we're, i'm like still laughing about the Citizen Kane, like, swap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amanda. <laughs> just, like, names. Names that are just not poetic. If Charles Foster Kane is, like, Hakikomori, and, like, he's, like, in Xanadu. <laughs> and he's, like... Waifu. <laughs> he drops his body pillow <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> And he says, like, Michigo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but they... So they so Fly Me to the Moon is not in there, which is really jarring. And, like, the day it went up on 
Netflix, Twitter went in. Film Twitter went insane, and anime Twitter went insane. Uh, and one guy uploaded, yeah, negative. Just like, why so did you funny. do this? <clears throat> there was all these side by sides of like oh, translations, fuck, just showing, showing like how they took like they just completely perverted, mm. or well, took perversion out of it in a lot of instances with the with the translation. And somebody uploaded a video of and said this is what happens when you finish episode 26 the last episode of evangelion and they show the very end of the episode credits go down or or film like episode ends credits come up wrong music super jarring mm. and then it zooms into picture in picture and and an ad for that netflix adam sandler murder mystery movie oh, starts no. and it's just so loud and jarring it's like who murdered Mrs. Bacuda? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that's what happens when you watch this. Like, like at the end of this, trend. It, you know, it's just like it's not the way to see this shit presented. Um, it's right. so insane. Like, I mean, I was rewatching Taxi Driver, like, and I hadn't seen it in like years, and I'm watching it on Netflix, and it's like that Bernard music, Herman music's carrying you along, and he adjusts the mirror, and I, I'm just like yeah. sitting there, I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like blown away by that movie all over again. I was like, it's probably good, like whatever. And then I'm like watching it, and like it's just like phenomenal. And then it ends, and it's like queer eye, and it's like I'm like, oh, it's like so, it just shakes you out of like the movie so quickly. Like, are we watching Glorious Bastards? And it's like, you know, yeah. I think this might be my masterpiece. And like the that, it's such a deliberate like into credits and credit sequences. So many times with films have like their own thing. Um, and then, like, just to be jolted out of that and, like, be given an ad for, like, fucking, like, Orange is the New Black is, like, so frustrating. Like, it's just not... I know. It's just yeah. not a way to, like... If we were just comparing streaming services, Amazon Prime is amazing compared to Netflix. If on I... every... In every respect, um, pretty much. Yeah. Even though Amazon Prime's, uh, layout and, like, ability to search through content is horrific... Yeah. Um, I just at don't least usually find what I'm looking for. I feel like I'm in that shot and all the presidents. If you're gonna men, type going in and search, yeah, but like, <laughs> like bra- just browsing oh. and trying to find well, and new try- stuff, or like, or like, save, though. like saving your own, like when, like, uh, what is it called? Your watch list. Like you can't go through there and find yeah. anything. It's literally just you have to sort it out by the order you you saved things to that watch list on. Yeah, I wish you could like adjust stuff. You know, or, yeah, like, change the order or whatever. Group things. Like it's weird. But wow. the library on Amazon Prime is the best I've seen for streaming. It's absolutely the best. It's the best streaming 100, library. 100%. Right now. Even, it's even better than Criterion Channel, honestly. In really? some I ways, can't absolutely. Find, I can't find anything on, on Amazon Prime. Oh. You've got to, like, look. You need to go. You need to dig into it. I know. Because they only, only, they only, only present. It, I'm only using it on like, my, on, like, my Fire Stick or my PlayStation. So I'm going to be using it on my well, computer. Well, see, this is the issue. Their problem is all in the layout. You can't search... Um, and find stuff on the Fire Stick. You got to go on your computer. You got to trick it into showing you the recently added stuff. You got to scroll through a whole bunch of low budget Bollywood films that you have no interest <laughs> in watching. <laughs> and, at the, and, like and, then, and, then, and then at the end, it's like the fucking Saragossa manuscript and like fucking. And, and, like well, yeah, exactly. honestly, it's like that go, though. And I was like, you'll you'll oh, find like crazy I was shit. Like, oh, Lena Wartmuller's Blood Feud is on here. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna watch that." Like, but you'd never find it if you didn't like go like. You have to literally go through all the shit to find. You have to like trick it into showing you what's actually on it. So you have to go through, find everything, add it all to your watch list, and then you can go on your like Fire Stick or whatever. I do. I could do that with Canopy. 
Like that's how I found all these Maurice PLA films. Is like I just started searching yeah. like his name on Canopy. And I was like, oh shit, these are all. Or Hoopla is the same thing. Yeah. Hoopla's like. But net. Oh my god, I hate browsing Netflix on my computer. It's. The fucking with the with thing, the things getting big and the music playing because. When I go through streaming services and add films to my watch list, I listen to music because it's like a boring task and you don't need to use your brain. Well, right. Even... So I'm like listening to music, and but I can't do it with Netflix. But it's kind of irrelevant to this point because there's fucking nothing on Netflix to watch. So I don't need to browse through it. Yeah, I went away for a year, had no access to Netflix, and then I came back and it was just like, I'm never going to subscribe to this. I got no need to. Right. I think all like all I mean I use Netflix enough that it warrants me having it like it's kind of like just like oh just there's something on like and they'll be like very like you know movies that like I don't probably own but I I always would like I'll throw on if that makes sense like Taxi Driver or like Pulp Fiction like I don't own those movies but like I'll like they're fine to have around you know um and then I've been, I mean, like, shit like the television shows. Like, I mean, I've been watching the hell out of the Ken Burns Vietnam documentary, and, like, that's great. Like, I'm, I'm happy that, that, that I can have that on Netflix and, like, just yeah. power through that. Um, I'm just saying if I had to pay for it, if I wasn't on my parents' plan, I, that still wouldn't be enough for me to download Netflix. And it's going up in price. Yeah. Yeah. The de- that should be a topic on the Democratic debates for sure. <laughs> Bernie Sanders, like, <laughs> let me say, <laughs> we need Netflix in every house. <laughs> Why not? I'm talking about two screens for everybody. You didn't have to pay four, but four ninety nine for to have someone watch for an additional screen. For an additional screen. <laughs> a lot of people like to use a tablet, watch Orange Is the New Black when they're taking a dump. <laughs> you shouldn't have to pay extra. <laughs> no co-pays on Netflix. <laughs> and then Biden Execu- is just like... Executive- Bi- Biden's like, uh, uh, what is Netflix? <laughs> is that like YouTube? <laughs> I will have an, ex- an, executive and, and order, then, an executive order criterion channel on PlayStation 4. <laughs> and then Beto would come up and speak in Spanish and just talk about how much he loves watching Sicario on Netflix. <laughs> or he will, like loves Mr. Iglesias. Yeah. Have you guys seen Mr. Iglesias? Have you guys watched Mr. Iglesias on Netflix? Dude, you have to watch the, that first episode of this shit. It's, do, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? What, does he have a series? Gabriel Iglesias has a Netflix series. It's a sitcom where he plays a, a, a high school teacher, high school history teacher. And, okay. it's, and it feels like it's made, it was made in like a different like timeline. Like it felt like it came out like it came out like a Twin Peaks level like like split universe where Donald Trump is still like a president but like we still made like multicam sitcoms like as like a very popular form of like television. Sure. It is so like mismatched. It's amazing. Like he's like no more Reddit for you and like people like laugh. Like it's like insane. It, it, that's weird. Like hearing internet style jokes in a sitcom oh yeah or just like people in a sitcom talking about reddit that's so weird reddit and like donald trump it's so weird yeah that's that's very jarring very interesting i had a joke of like on deck but we got sidetracked but we're still on citizen kane being like a hakikomori incel and it's like citizen kane is like his forum like like name (laughs) 
and it's like Citizen Kane, and it's like instead of a warehouse full of boxes, it's like we have to go through his hard drives and like find all this weird porn on his like in these encrypted folders. Joseph Cotton's like, how do I unzip this RAR folder? <laughs> There's some encrypted MP4s that have the secret to all this. <laughs> what what would it be instead of a, a the squawking cockatoo? I know. I was just like, thinking that. Would it be like boom, 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 like to wake everyone up, or like? Um, <laughs> I I think it'd be like um, an alarm, like an iPhone alarm, or it'd be uh, it'd be too easy. Yeah, that stupid like iPhone alarm or whatever, or ringtone or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Donald just just like superimposed Donald Trump going Bing Bing Bing. It's instead of instead of like news on the march, it's drama alert. It's Keemstar. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's so. Oh my god. We should make that. Just like if Citizen Kane happened now. Incel YouTuber Citizen Kane. We should do it, and it's Jeffrey Epstein, and it's somebody (laughs) trying to... No, no, (laughs) They have to go to Little St. James Island, and it's like the shot of Xanadu with, like, the lightning, but it's that little temple. (laughs) Holy fuck. I don't like this. Xanadu is, like, what he calls, like, his, like, Fortnite server or some bullshit. Oh my god! Yeah, Charles oh my god. Joseph Fortnite Joseph Khan has to go like interview Marshmallow. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's 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 okay. It's 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 this. It's it's our version of Citizen Kane, but he's a Twitch streamer. But then he kind of mm-hmm. like he starts off like innocent enough of like a lot of sponsors. Like he inherits like some like like someone else's Twitch channel. Like in the yep. like in the film, and he has like decorational principles, but he starts shifting towards like anti SJW, like like kind of like he starts making shit posts. Yeah, and at first it's just a joke, po- but then yeah, yeah, and then he like starts Gamergate and like that's like the Spanish American <laughs> Civil War he in the film. Gamergate. Yeah, it's like him and like Joseph Cotton and like the 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 other guy. Like, like they're like sitting like by like you know in that shot and since the camera like they're by the windows and they're watching the newspaper people. You know what I, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah. that, but it's like they're watching like all like people harass women online. <laughs> it's like like threads of like people like telling like Zoe Quinn so, to kill so herself. So what's this film's version of like the the little like the childhood flashback where like he's taken away from the home and like the sled is left in the snow like you know the classic like deep focus shot with him out the window. Like <laughs> what's think, what's our version of that? I think it's like his like his parents like taking away his Xbox Live like like, yeah, like yeah, he's in the background and he's like calling calling people f- on like Xbox Live, <laughs> <laughs> and you can just see him in the background. And his like tutor is like his like teacher has come to the house to, like tell him that like his grades are slipping or whatever. And uh, he's yeah. t- it's like it's like your son's too online. This is Kane. Your son is too online. <laughs> <laughs> or just like him playing Guitar Hero in the background <laughs> or something. It's like here we'll buy him this we'll buy him this laptop. That'll that'll fix it. I want incel Citizen Kane. I wanna see that movie now. Citizen Incel Citizen Keck Citizen Keck <laughs> Citizen Kane XXX Pussy sixty nine. 
I was gonna say it's Citizen Keck. <laughs> Citizen Keck. Yeah. It's just Sargon of Akkad, honestly. <laughs> oh my god, it's Citizen Kane, but it's Sargon of Akkad. Uh you're right, I'm losing subscriber I'm losing ten a hundred subscribers every day. At this rate I have to I'll have to clo I'll have to shut down this channel in fifty years. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the adpocalypse. Yeah, that's gotta be a big part of it, the adpocalypse. Videos getting demonetized. What, what, is, what is he trash in his room at the end? Oh my god. He like rips down all his like anime posters or something. <laughs> He's like all these like waifu posters and he like rips them down and like rips them and he has like all these figurines and he smashes them. <laughs> and, and he just keeps screaming paprika. <laughs> he picks paprika! up like... Paprika! Oh, you know what it is? You know, you know what the the his snow globe is? It's like the limited edition Halo Three like Master Chief helmet that you got in like two thousand and seven, oh <laughs> and he holds it and he just like drops it. <laughs> what the past? Or, or like his or like his headset, or something like falls off his head or some shit. <laughs> it's like a Wiimote he broke. The strap of the Wiimote. <laughs> just his flashlight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. His flashlight rolling down the stairs. If he downfall, Hitler takes off his his headphone. <laughs> there absolutely needs to be a scene where he's watching like one of those downfall Hitler like YouTube videos. <laughs> or someone makes one about him. Yeah. And that's like his breaking point. Yeah. <laughs> What is it? She's no. playing instead of playing like the fucking cross. She's not instead of doing the uh, fucking puzzles. She's doing like fucking like Candy Crush. <laughs> she's yes, doing she's yes. doing fucking um, League of Legends. <laughs> League of Legends, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And she's like, and she has like, she's like a um, what is it? She has a super chat going on. She's like, thank you. <laughs> Whatever oh, the dear. fucking what are they called? I don't know anything about nothing. Anyways, okay, yeah. in, all right, that was good. Insult Citizen Kane. Insult Citizen Kane, yeah. <laughs> that was a good riff. Oh boy, yeah. If you cut, if you cut, if you cut some of that shit, I swear to God. No, most of that's gonna stay. I think that's funny. <laughs> I said D.W. Griffith like dick and ball torture. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, said, you said, yeah, you said D.W. Griffith like cock and ball torture. And I said, I didn't even know cock and ball torture existed. Oh, I broke my blossoms off. Well, they didn't call it cock and ball oh, torture. They called blossoms. it. <laughs> I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. I hired this yellow man. He came to my house and broke my blossoms. It was amazing. <laughs>
<laughs> drip wax on my back and fucking bound my testicles. <laughs> Slap them with the fucking, fucking Two by tiki four. torch. <laughs> My brother and I went and saw scary stories to tell in the dark last night, and it sucked. Tell us about it. Wow. Why did it suck, Elliot? How did it Elliot, suck? Uh... Why did it suck, Elliot? <laughs> uh, Where, was... when, why, and how did it suck? Well, weren't, is, weren't imagine, you both imagine talking? This is, imagine this is at the movies. <laughs> Elliot has to give a whole intro, like a whole like ten minute intro to the movie. It's like Gene Siskel. He turns to the camera. And he's like. Now, a lot of horror movies come out these days. Um, the newest one is Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and boy, did it suck. It tells the story of... <laughs> Man, this movie ate my ass. <laughs> and then Ebert goes, Gene, you are so right. Sitting in the theater, I just couldn't imagine something worse. It was like D.W. Griffith getting cock and ball torture, you know? This, nor, this, yeah, the yelling about... I mean, who are the guys who think that, you know, the, the audience is stupid enough to watch this fucking bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> they get so, like, vigor, like vile. Really incensed by, you know. Any, anyway, uh, yeah. how was it? It was really, it was really not great. Uh, it's the guy who did um, the autopsy of Jane Doe, so that should have been enough for me. Oh, that movie was horrendous. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like... It started out kind of interesting. I was like, okay, I can, I'll sit through this. And then it quickly went to all the old standbys. You both were talking about it the other day, I feel like, about like how they couldn't tell if the book was the reason that, that all this awful shit was going on and that people, like, do people still think that's a twist when, when it turns out yeah, that the like book... Are people engaged in the plot, the part of these movies that's, like, them trying to figure out what's happening when it's so clear what's happening? Yeah. Like, it's, like, everything that we write in the book happens. Like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I see what you're saying. And, like, the parts of them, like, like piecing it together. Like, it's not interesting to watch someone piece something together if it's so obvious. Right. I watched a lot of shitty horror movies this year. You watched uh, Escape Room and... Escape Room, Curse of the Weeping Woman. Didn't you watch the Curse of La Lorna? The Curse of La Lorna. Really it's always it's always just a monk sitting somewhere and looking like like just a look of malaise. That's like my favorite. That's like one of my. The, greatest movie moment top 10 of movie moments when the monks in the dentist chair in cinders of a century <laughs> it's jeremy john a fucking like collider so, video a fucking watch mojo that's like i would love to actually make that top 10 slow cinema moments <laughs> number nine vonda coughs <laughs> In Vonda's room is a harrowing portrait of heroin addicts in the Fountainhaus district. In this sequence, Vonda shoots up heroin, begins coughing, and vomits on her bed. <laughs> like before we get to our number one pick, here are a few honorable mentions, and it's like fucking like wavelength. And <laughs> the Algerian man slits his throat. Cache. <laughs> wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hollis Frampton walks into the room and collapses onto the ground in wavelength. What's number one? It's like number what, one. First number performed. one movie moment. Wait, actually, what's the greatest? What are the greatest slow cinema like shots or moments? Or you guys would know better than I have. I, I'm not as familiar with slow cinema. Stray dogs looking at the mural is kind of like no one can do more slow than this, like and still make it like. Love Diaz. No, but you guys still, haven't but seen. But still be good, like still good. Just like, watch Haremius, uh book one, yeah, Legend send, of the Lizard Princess. Send, send me the send me the twelve DVD set in the mail. Hey, El- yeah. Elliot's looking like he's in a slow slow move. Looks like he's falling asleep. <laughs> good. Um, yeah, definitely looking at the mural and at the end of Stray Dogs. Um, Haremius has an hour-long shot of drunk teenagers planning to kill somebody. And it's it's the slowest thing you'll ever find. Um, and we got and we got to limit ourselves to one per like each movie can only have one. So like one moment. What's the best part in um, like Satan Tango? What's the best? My favorite sequence in Satan Tango is the the doctor sequence. That whole part with doctor him in his sequence. house drawing and and looking at the people at the window and going to get the wine and everything. But that's like a whole like I think it's probably the most memorable sequence. But you could also Think about what's the best slow cinema like, like the, the first, cows the first shot the cows? the cows or maybe something to do with exodus like walking to that mansion no the cows is the greatest bellatar mm. scene from you guys because i've only seen like one or two the bellatar? greatest bellatar scene it's, is it's the, the opening of the harmonies yeah, yeah no the it. opening that might be the number one like anything yeah. of the 21st century that came in 2000 right it counts yeah yeah that might be, yeah, that might be, like, the number one. It's, like, every, the, like, every, like, it's not one that, like, came out the first year, the new millennium, and it's, like, <laughs> it's arguably the greatest scene. The elevator scene in Horse Money. Oh, yeah. That shit is unreal. Um, Don't have a first cow, man. Don't have a first cow. In um, Birdsong, Birdsong is some of my favorite oh, comedic oh, yes, slow cinema. Yes, Birdsong. Like the 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 three kings like falling and rolling in the sand. Yeah, is Birdsong like the is, Three Wise Men movie? The Albert Serra I gotta Three see Wise Men, Three that, Stooges movie. Yeah, yeah that sounds yeah. really good. The best movie I think to use slow cinema for comedic. For purpose. comedic, yeah. Because there's a shot it's where hilarious. it's like the three. That's the, like if I'm just for the audience and from my own memory, it's that's the movie where it's the three wise men trying to find Jesus and they get lost. They get lost, and, and it's, like it's, a, like a bu- it's like a buddy comedy. Like, there's, like, a scene where they're trying to, like, sleep, and, like, they have... What do they have for, like, that they're using as blankets? I forget. It's, like, pat, like, like tumbleweeds or, like, some <laughs> shit like that. And they they're, like, doing the classic, like, you're using all the blankets, and they're, like, hugging <laughs> yeah. the thing back and forth. They're trying to get comfortable on the ground. You just watch it for, like, ten minutes. It's great. It's so funny. I, and, like, it's, um, it's weird. I almost, I, I'm sure you guys would disagree, but there's a part of my brain that, oh, when I think of slow cinema, and this is someone who hasn't probably seen a whole lot of slow cinema in actuality. Like, I almost feel like I admire, I almost think it'd be more fun to make a slow cinema film than to watch a slow cinema film. Or more like, to me, that'd be the, the making of it would be greater than the experience of it in some ways. Well, mm-hmm. it depends on whether or not you love slow cinema. When I'm when I'm watching a great slow cinema film, it's like nothing else. It's nothing else hits that spot, you know. Yeah, I would I would say making a slow cinema film can be very boring. I don't. I'm when I'm setting up a camera, I'm not really like intently watching the LCD screen. 
on my camera. Because I can imagine. Yeah, I'm like, amazed at what I'm Because I imagine if you get that, if lightning strikes when you're making a slow cinema film, as like Schrader would talk about how the the scene kind of goes beyond the shot and you're seeing like multiple movies happening in an image. I feel like that would be like an incredible mm-hmm. moment as a filmmaker to see that happen. Yeah. In, okay, front, here's a few in, front of, in front of your iPhone the, camera. I'm going to get more coffee. The the opening, the first part of the brown bunny with the motorcycle race. Yeah, I don't... Is that Does that count? I, when he's driving around Daisy's parents' neighborhood, yeah, that and he's too. just circling yeah. the block, I think that is amazing. That, um, the, the shot where the sun rises at the end of Jerry. Have you seen Jerry? I've not seen Jerry oh, yet. Oh, so that's like one of the most amazing slow cinema things yeah, I keep ever. To watch it. Like you watch the horizon, like it, it's like an optical illusion. It's like amazing. Um, the house. Uh, oh, oh, this would this would be number one on like the Watch Mojo. The house burning down in Offerat. Mm. Like that's just too like huge to not be like number one though. Um. Well, maybe, maybe. Um, what about the concert in a spell to ward off darkness? That is, yeah, yeah that's that's great. <laughs> that's great. Um, Turin Horse has lots of good stuff. Um, what else? I mean, all the Simon Lang stuff has like the most astounding stuff. The River and Journey to the West, No No Sleep, all those are like incredible. Oh, this shot in uh, No No Sleep of the Train. Yeah, the No No Sleep. Is that the best part of the movie? The I train? think that's my favorite. Yeah. That movie's great. Um, yeah, it's like one of my favorite films. Um, the, a good, oh, a good, the, the, sequ- the sequence. Have you seen La Quattro Volte? The film about the village and the goats. No, I don't know. Oh, you'd really that. like that. Who's there's it? there's a sequence in that movie where there's like a dog, like herding these sheep, and like a guy opens a fence and then like something rolls down a hill and you like watch it all happen. Like it's like this big wide shot of like this village road and like all Ooh. these sheep doing it. Yeah, it's. I don't even. What is this movie? Because I was La Quattro Volte. I feel, it it's like a half documentary, half not like that's oh, my favorite stuff yeah um angela polis has got some good stuff like the end mm. of eternity in a day um yeah of course we were talking about vera cool um leviathan yeah of course the entirety of leviathan i don't know <laughs> what the best part of leviathan i mean the best slow cinema part of leviathan is the the guy watching deadliest catch and falling asleep yeah, the shot that has the the clock in the back, and you can watch the second hand and the minute hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty amazing little moment. You know, it's a good slow cinema scene. Is the the Twitch streamer that fell asleep playing Majora's Mask, and you watch the game? Oh, that is that is that's really good. I like that a lot. There you go. Case closed.